0: G'day and welcome back to the Voice of Veteran podcast. I'm here with Scotty on the rooftop.
1: G'day, my friend. I know in this episode I have some questions that guys are dying to know.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Do it. What have we got?
1: How do you work on those guns? Where'd you get those arms from? Uh (laughs) Are
0: you serious? (laughs) Uh, I actually have a funny story about these arms. Uh, They used to be bigger. But, mate, literally during high school, uh, I started playing rugby in about end of grade nine there was a dude on the team who was just like jacked and had huge arms. And I remember like asking him, how do you get huge arms? And he um, told me like his program. And all I remember was I like went and bought an easy bar, you know, the bent bar. And it was just in dad's garage back then. Like you couldn't go to a gym, you know, it wasn't going to gym, uh, going to a gym wasn't like normal. So I got dad's easy bar and then load up the weights. And I, oh, I remember studying that, you know, you should never work out the muscle every day. So every second day, I would go downstairs and max out on <laughs> bicep curls, mate. <laughs> Legit.
1: How's that, that mentality? You shouldn't do it every day or every second day.
0: Yeah, well, that's, that was my like rookie entry into <laughs> researching it. And mate, it got to the point, we're talking about like, let's say. Bicep curls every second day for a year, <laughs> and it got to the point whereby like I'm very strong in the arms. That we started running out of weights, so I started like filling up um, milk bottles with water and actually like tying them onto the sides, mate.
1: There you oh, go. I got, yeah,
0: I got very, very strong. But then
1: adaptation. See, what you do on a regular basis is what you're going to look like. If we're talking about physical activity, yeah. you ride a bike all the time, like a yeah. road bike guess what, bud? You're getting some big legs. Yeah, mate. That's what's going to happen. So well, I wish I, I wish I I wish did the same for every muscle group. <laughs> so you got these guns cranking now. Yeah, yep. I got
0: them. Um, and then, I don't know, then you sort of started, I started enjoying the sort of strength that came with having, yeah. particularly things like rope climbs and stuff, mate, back during early military days. I would crush rope, but I was just yeah. like, I was all arms. I never had to work out the legs. So <laughs> Legit, that's, that's where the arms came from. Well, yeah.
1: I wanted to open it up with that because... Um, I think as we we chatted on the last episode about what we did on our leave period, yeah. and it doesn't matter if it was our leave period and the times before that, it keeps coming up because it's one of the most important things out there when we talk about mental fitness and physical fitness. Yeah, man. It's where I live and breathe most of my work mm-hmm. is mentoring and, and creating programs for guys and um, especially just the information that people, the furfies, you know, like you just said, yeah, you you get told one thing. Is it correct it's or is it cha- not correct? It's all
0: changed these days, hasn't it? Who I don't gives know. a
1: shit? What about you? I just want to know about your experiences because within the experience is the golden nugget. Yeah, right? Other Everyone has a different experience. Well, everything's and that's so unique, thing. individual. Everything's super yeah. unique. What works for me is not going to work for you yep. all of the time. Mm-hmm. Right. So, training. Yes. What? Where's it at?
0: Over the break, it actually got pretty good. I mean, I set even set myself during that Christmas New Year period to actually like not be so stressed out about going to the gym. You know, gyms really become a thing to me where I haven't been training as well. So not going to the gym has been more of like a mental toll on me as well, but just having some days off and, you know, on those days off, I probably relax a bit more in my diet and things like that as well was actually great. As you know, like rest and recovery is so important for the body. And I ended up just like going to the gym every single day type stuff, but definitely got a lot back into an old program that I used to be doing, Mm -hmm. you know, um, cardio, hasn't really been that existent for me but actually started doing like faster cardio again being that going for a walk going for a ride things like that and getting much more into a uh, proper diligent routine and as i was saying to you before then even coming back i used to always try and work out in the morning to because i don't drink coffee and that's where i have my pre-workout and get my day going but what's been happening is that in the morning there's always this like big backlog of stuff that needs to be done so it's been so important yeah work wise like emails and messages and everything that comes in overnight so it's been so important for me to get in there and crush it for that first period and then when my uh, attention starts to wander or come about midday you know go work out walk the dog do whatever and then actually spend the rest of that time getting out and doing everything else during business hours that I need to to sustain a life
1: energy levels in the morning though so if you're looking back at your previous whatever so if you're training in the morning first up versus training at lunch yeah energy what's better is that all? Or does that all depend on how healthy your mind is?
0: Yeah, because you know, physically I feel tired, but my head's usually my head's racing as soon as I get up. Yeah. So while I might sit there looking like I slept on my face because I do, uh, and be cranking out emails, you know, in, in the digital space I'm you know primmed and proper and ready to go. But particularly, you know, I found my morning workouts really dropping off because one, my headspace was somewhere else where it needed to yeah. be. And also, like physically, I was, you know, still waking up. I'm, a, I'm shocking in the morning, mate. Yep. <laughs> I'm a night owl all the time. Whereas then going from lunch, it gives me that burst or really to crack through the rest of the day.
1: You know something that I offer my clients as, as you should always trial and error. This is an assessment. This yep. is all we're doing is a self-assessment of what you have done and what you're currently doing and which ones work better. And are there two or three working models that I can activate t- during different times of the year? You know, because when you go away over Christmas time, it's a time of the year that you've said, I'm going to chill out a bit. So guess what? Having a strategy or having a working model that works for you mentally and physically is the key. Going back on what I was saying, what I offer my clients is if if getting up and um, getting the momentum behind your emails and behind social and all that works for you in that moment and not working out, so you've replaced working out in the in the morning with business, can you do a breathing session so Mm. no not physical you're not not leaving the apartment you're not going to the gym you're doing whatever but like a a meditation or a breathing practice in which you're actually getting the same or a similar chemical reaction you're getting the good vibes behind it
0: that's what i now do yeah absolutely cool cool. no even here in the morning i'll come out if it's not raining i'll sit on the beanbag with my, my copper dog and just actually do my, um, are you following anyone specifically? Seven with that? second breathing. No, I just use my Apple Watch, mate. You know, okay. I literally put the breathing app on and do it. Beautiful. Um, and I'm not actually the best at meditating, my head wanders too much. But even just come out here, doing my breathing technique, putting some music on, and just like sitting, and as weird as it sounds, like actually making the effort to watch the clouds fly over. Yeah. And I set myself a 10 minute period.
1: Simplifying uh, thought, but you're using yeah. and your music, you geared it to future visualizations of. You know, like when you when you listen to that music, it takes it's, your mind into it into a, a yeah. thought pattern, right?
0: Well, the biggest thing for me is actually trying to be in the moment because my head is always okay. thinking forward. So I literally use that time to just be enjoying the music, be
1: current, be, be current, present, current be like present. feel the breeze,
0: yeah. watch the sky, and yeah. literally like try and get to my. I literally like get try and get myself to this. Childhood place whereby the only thing in the world going on is what's going on around me. It's actually very cool amazing. and amazing. Yeah, it's really hard to do and it still is hard to do, but just you know, I giggle for myself saying this because you really have to just focus on look. If I was a kid, you know, just imagine looking up through a kid's eyes, um, you know, look at I, I think of amazing. like a copper, my dog, imagine like yeah. him just like what the hell's dad so doing? So, how
1: important that is. If if I don't know if I would didn't if I didn't mention it would you have said it like mm. this is part of that routine where like these self assessments are so crucial and hearing how someone else has done it or or, or trialing an error of something like that is is so crucial man like you get things I
0: things I take for granted you know it's it's not it's but just it's like my own private time you know it's not something that's on social media or things like it's not something that I think to pass on others it's just some, something that I do yeah
1: Cool. So it's something for you. And you obviously have a morning routine in your, in your kitchen too, yeah? Like you have particular supplements, water, anything that goes in the system whilst or after you're doing this, this is a must?
0: I wake up and I have a big glass of water. That's my morning routine. <laughs> is that BS or? No, that's it. I that's wake it. up and have a okay. big, that's about my routine yeah. in the morning. I try and keep, uh, at the moment I'm trying to do like intermittent fasting. So I try and not eat till about 11 or 12. Um, so yeah, otherwise I avoid the kitchen.
1: Okay. Cool. So that's the current routine, yeah. is it, right now? Yeah. So that's you've it. you've come back. When you're away, your mum's you found it a bit harder?
0: Uh, no, even the mum's I was trying to really stick to intermittent fasting. Mum was great though, you know, again. She <laughs> wake up in the morning and she's got a bloody freshly cold pressed celery juice waiting for me and explains to me how I need to detox my liver and you know, all that. Mum you know, then you go out the garden and pick fresh produce and
1: Did yeah. you bring that habit home?
0: I don't have no cold pressed juice here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay it's no, it just interesting because when you go away and people do this all the time yeah. they it could go on a holiday they could go away for christmas family whatever change of environment a new thing that wasn't there before is amazing it feels great to do which is the most important thing you're positively charged and you love it so you bring it home you've got to bring it home and you've got to try and put it yeah. first in your new routine
0: Mate, my nutrition is the worst part of my routine. Uh-huh. You know, particularly once I'm working, you know, you literally go whole periods where you just forget to eat, you know, and then it's just, hey, what can I go to get off the street or what can I Uber Eats? And yeah. you know, that, that's the that's actually the biggest you know, if I won the lotto tomorrow, the first thing I would do would to be buy like a, a hire someone who could provide my meals for me and like literally like mum, hey eat. <laughs> Because yeah, be as, nice. you, as you know, mate, you know, particularly when we're stressed out and working hard and then save it up for those big meals, our body hoards it. You know, I even yeah. see like the weight transference to my midsection as opposed to when I'm actually eating regular meals and indeed eating more and higher calories. My body is in that status where it's actually
1: working harder. See, I'm super guilty of the same thing, working through eating times, right? Not when I'm completely, not. Com- I went, what's the wrong word, completely focused, yeah. but when higher up on the priority list, a body transformation of sorts is is at the top of the list, yeah. then I will not skip. Like I have an alarm go off it'll tell me to eat. You That's know? what I need to do, alarms. Right? Yeah, just set multiple alarms during the day and it goes off and you have obviously the food prep to match that alarm sitting in the fridge, whether it's protein, carbohydrates, greens, fruits, whatever you're currently supposed to be eating, it's there in bulk because when you have the healthy and the right food that you've planned to eat and it's in abundance, you'll always eat it. When it's not there you're looking for the next best thing, which is usually not going to be what's on your plan. Yeah. That's how it works, right? What is in your fridge will be consumed. What isn't in your fridge won't be consumed. So you've got to place what's on your plan within reach and in abundance, right? Absolutely. Um, But I'm super guilty of working through those times as well. So, and I found when I went away, same as you, I was having meals cooked for me. I was eating a lot more than I was. Do you know what happens when we're eating low calories? Everyone has calories in their mind. losing fat. Like if I eat low calories, I'm going to lose body fat. And if I eat too many calories, I'm going to have body fat. No one looks at muscle, right? So I've been in a habit, easily, I could eat one meal a day. I could get up, fast, train, whatever. I could go after lunch every single day, have a meal, and I'd probably get peckish in the afternoon, right? But guess what's happening? It's not so much a body fat reduction, it's muscle mass, right? And I've been super focused on watching particular body mass and muscle mass disappear because I've got an injury right now. And I'm watching what happens to muscles when you don't use them. Yeah. Atrophy just yep. completely gets eaten away. However, body. what the body's going to be eating first, if you're not eating a particular um, type of food and you're not promoting the body to burn body fat as a fuel source, it's going to burn muscle. Mm-hmm. So then if you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to burn away muscle. So you can add body fat and lose muscle, from not eating enough food.
0: Yeah, right. And Mate. then
1: when you think of that, you go, "Okay, that's that could be what the worst thing for me." People just switch to it automatically, don't they? They go, "I'm just going to eat less." Ugh. Wrong. There goes your muscle mass. Yeah, that's right. There I do. goes an increase in fat. Your body's turning down the rate in which it needs to get through food. So when you do eat, like you said, you eat a lot, and yeah. therefore you're going to store it. It's a pretty vicious cycle that needs one of these, which is I, I've done for you now, which is a self-assessment of. Okay, I've shed some light on how I am eating and how I am training, what has worked or where I'm currently at, making a new plan, supporting assets around it. This is a full-time
0: job. (laughs) (laughs) This is giving me anxiety listening to it. No, but you're right. It's it's so funny. It's actually stuff that we really used to take for granted, particularly in the military, you know. You'd have set meal periods and you had to stop and go and eat. You know, I even remember, like, having my pre-made meals and setting alarms and it's all stuff we used to just take so for granted. You know, I used to literally eat... For a purpose. These days I find myself too easily eating
1: for taste. <laughs> yeah, but dude, you know what? You were a different character. Yeah. Right? You were commando Heston, right? Mm-hmm. Commando Heston has to eat and train like this because you are Commando Heston, right? You know what I'm talking about. That specific I job commando Heston. <laughs> Right. Commando Heston was but he's like a But he's not him shatter. anymore. No, You're yeah. not in the unit anymore. You're not doing that as a job anymore. I know. So you haven't connected, as many don't do, is they don't rewrite who they are. Their identity is lost. Yeah. And therefore, their old eating patterns and habits that used to be attached to the other identity have lost. Yeah. So when and how do we create a new identity? And inclusive of that identity is even to the um, point of knowing what we eat.
0: Good, mate. How about... This all comes into that transition piece. Yes. It's so funny. You know, we have all these conversations at the moment where, the, again, you and I spoke spoken about how crap our transition was for defense. Not crap just by giving the fact that there wasn't due diligence put to it. And there's transitions in everything. Transitions from employment, education, but even lifestyle. You know, one of the first things you and I know about going back and seeing guys who have gotten out is fitness and nutrition are some of the biggest things to drop off because some of them might still be training the way they did, but they're eating the way they did beforehand and the biggest thing is that there's no day job like being in the military that is no. as active
1: but mate if i've got no clarity of who i am or where i'm going or what i want to be or yeah. just exactly who i am yeah how in the hell do i know how to train and eat it i don't know who, I, who well, I for
0: am. sure what we do is we maintain those same habits and rituals that we had in service and then we end up leading a much more sedentary life and the whole just simply you know inputs in outputs out it doesn't add up and You know, a lot of the guys end up putting up some weight. There's that initial transition period where the first year or two, you'll definitely see guys, you know, put on weight. I did myself as well. I was lucky I was just working in and around fitness. But it's also just educating people. It's like, hey, as you change in life, in role and everything, you actually have to transfer and transition everything else as well.
1: Absolutely. But that's language to yourself, your internal dialogue or language that you use to tell yourself who you are and what you want. Yeah. Right? Because if you say, I'm relaxing – I'm going away for Christmas and I'm relaxing. It reflects how you eat and train as well because the relaxed you, Mm. a relaxed Heston has a very relaxed training program, if it even exists, and a very relaxed, well, I don't care what I get fed. I'm just going to eat versus, this is what I'm saying, the internal dialogue of who we are and that if it's so crucial that we come back to this and assess of, which direction I'm going or who I want to be or who I am and then that also he eats a certain way he trains a certain way he talks a certain way yeah it's just
0: thinking of it in phases you know that's the the biggest issue I actually find with like my uh, fitness and nutrition is it's probably the one thing that I don't actually think about in long term you know I'm great at planning everything else out long term whereas my fitness and nutrition is the things I'm expecting like immediate results from you know I really haven't (laughs) put the patience with it because it's also a quick like a key um, provider of anxiety. You know, when you know you haven't, you miss a workout, you haven't had a meal properly or, you know, you just haven't felt off, it starts to, I don't know, but it really starts to wear away into my own head whereas everything else I'm just like, hey, you know, it's Christmas New Year's, we're fine, you know, we'll pick it back up, use this time. I'm, I'm good at planning out professionally but personally, that's only a lot more patience um, and actually to apply some more of those skill sets to my own mental health and, and expectations.
1: Yeah. You're a dude that's always got things done, right? And I know for a fact, if you just went, you know what, I'm going to do this to my body, it'd be, it'd be done. Like well, the, you'd be going in that direction and it'd be happening and you'd be seeing results fast. Well, I
0: think the biggest thing is that I, probably like most of our guys, especially like yourself, know that if there's something that we need to do, like a purpose to our fitness, no. you know, if tomorrow I had to go and do a physical task, like, you know, it'll kill me, but I'll get it done. Yeah. Whereas now, particularly delving into like the more um, superficial sides of you know body transformation yeah. and change, you know it's hard for me when there's no true purpose outside of it being superficial anymore. <laughs> so I don't really have like a physical purpose that I need to be at the highest level of my fitness at the moment. That's yeah. actually one thing that's really fighting with me, to be honest. Yeah. Um,
1: well, from experience working with many thousands of people. Um, online and creating programs and products, different things, is setting up an event. We used to run events, right? We had those, but it's, you know, you'll read someone else's story and you'll you'll resonate with their story on multiple levels, especially the result that they got. And then if that person got that result doing a marathon run and you totally connected to them, guess what's coming up in your fitness environment? You're looking at doing something like a challenging run, or a marathon, right, and now your training has purpose and now your eating has purpose and whatever. So they're the things that we need to be aware of is where we find our motivation. Are we going to live or try and become that particular person in some shape or form? You change your own narrative and then off off it goes and it flows.
0: Yeah. I so. need a physical purpose right now. I literally need a physical purpose. Yep. I was even just as so. you are talking there, mate, thinking back through it all and, you know, always had a purpose for either training up for the military, training up for special forces, training to be the best you can in your role. Playing footy out in civil life, same yeah. with you, playing soccer, mate. You know, you're always training for something. Whereas right here and now, I'm training for my own personal health and well-being. Yeah, and it, it <coughs> fluctuates it's, it's up and blasé. down.
1: Well, it goes up and down super quick because yeah. we battle with mental health issues and, and, and work and all these other environments, and it yeah. takes a second or third or fourth seat. Yeah. So
0: I need a competition or something.
1: Well, have you seen my history? Since I got out of the military, the the things that I've injected myself into Yeah.
0: It's been like physical feet after Yeah, but I've done a,
1: I've done a couple of T V shows which have, yeah. you know, Ninja Warrior. Yeah. You know, this knee injury came from another television physical. I'm not doing Ninja Warrior. Like, no. <laughs> but I had to do exactly, yeah, exactly. that, which was like what event am i going to do and what physical activity do i have to train for which yeah. has all the elements that it needs to have we're well, be- going to be
0: exposed you're going to be yeah. you're going to be, be held accountable to your fitness standard yep. there's nothing at the moment holding me accountable to my fitness standard
1: when i i took the i was in the best shape when i was training for um i was going on stage for aesthetics so not it's bodybuilding but yep. not as a jack bodybuilder yeah, just try. aesthetics right mm-hmm. so that was i learned so many That's lessons during that yeah ultimate because you're like yeah. i'm going to be on stage in the next one 25 on one. weeks you know, with a row of other guys and everyone's looking in and you're getting judged yeah. and scored. That was fantastic because I learned a bunch. But then after that, there's that period of low, there's that period of what next, yeah. what else do I do? I'm going to maintain all these things, that's great, but for how long? Yeah. So what's next? And and that's why I needed to keep looking at things. Mud runs are fantastic for people because you can train pre, you can use it post, yeah. you know, it's, it's all those events. But see, that's – and
0: this is the probably thing that I know a lot of people – veteran or not we would probably connect with at the moment you know my bloody knees pretty much rule me out of most running Mm. these days and most of these events and stuff and you know trying to find a purpose whereby I want to be as fit as I can be and I want to be as as aesthetically um, pleasing to my own eye at least as I can be but without some form of a a purpose that's like you know I'm not going to do an apex competition I'm not going to go back to playing rugby it's trying to find sufficient motivation to actually have that purpose to align with
1: the hunt is on. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. But that's
0: where a big thing for me has been, you know, even just this last two weeks, going back to doing some group fitness. Yep. You know, it doesn't have to be. Uh, there's a smaller version of it. It's fit, yeah. That is great because that's you it. are
1: kept accountable to the group. Yeah. It's not in your control. Yeah. The negative talk can outweigh the positive and you are not even do it. Yeah. Like it's it's, a, and, you it's know, perfect. It's good.
0: Even though it might not be, you know, the hardest stuff to do, there's still always those little periods where you can have those moments going, you know, oof. I want to sort of stop and sit this one out. Oh, I just want to, like, have a break. But that's those little 1% victories that I've found myself even – I've just done, like, three classes in the last two weeks. Just finding myself, you know, do one more burpee, do one more thing. And then those a little small – it, it felt good that just I challenged yeah. myself as opposed to, yeah. nah, just have a well, that break.
1: That props up your confidence. Yeah. It's
0: good. Well, maybe that's just what I need. Just keep keep. Well, that's a chewing on those breadcrumbs, mate. mate. That's yeah.
1: one of my – it's in my, my, my – what am I trying to find – it's in my processes, right, is yeah. to get the ball rolling. Yeah, that's right? right. When you can't identify what you want to do, don't be frozen well, I think waiting and trying to look for it. Well, it. Go yeah. and do the thing that gets momentum, go into a group class. Go sign up for something different, like in yeah. a class environment. It could be boxing, and you don't do boxing. It could be something like that on a training level that's quite low. We're not talking about going and doing an, uh, an Iron Man or an yeah. you know some sort of triathlon yet.
0: Just you you know, find a mate, find something, yeah, and yeah. go and
1: go and hit something different. Because without the momentum, we do go, we get frozen. Yeah, and in that moment, that that goes backwards to places where it's hard to get out of.
0: I think that's probably the biggest issue. Is I and guys like myself and yourself are so used to being. Hyper motivated by huge extrinsic and intrinsic motivators. So, intrinsic motivation was our job. You know, for me, being fit as a commando officer, platoon commander, you know, the fitter I was, the more I could focus on doing my job, um, yeah. you know, physically and uh, mentally and emotionally. Uh, now, we're like we we're saying before, we're like, I need a competition, I need an event. You know, you've got yeah. Ninja Warrior and stuff. You know, we have these, we're so used to being able to have these hyper motivational events to look forward to it's so hard to find the normal everyday stuff yeah the everyday Uh, stuff and that's where it's so much easier. to it's that space in between we talk about transitions and it's not transitions from high performance to low performance it's transitions from high performance to regular performance
1: what i was talking about when you tie it into your um not personality but your identity is some people have got their identity on lock yeah. Right. They're doing their dream job. Perhaps they're a business owner. When they've created that identity, involved with that was how they appear, how they turn up to people, how they look, yeah. how they talk, yeah. how they operate, how they do it all. And they had that on lock on day one, and they're living that life, yeah. and it's not going to change. Yeah. They've literally got it locked down. Yeah. It's when your identity starts to shift, or you change direction, or you're in mid, mid shift. Yeah. These. This is where that. You have to put in the effort. It needs work now. It's yeah. not just an automated no, right. wake-up-and-train moment. Fascinating. This has
0: been a good little session, Scotty. We're going to have to release this one, like, midweek or something. <laughs> People need to hear this stuff now. It's been so good. I mean, even this session, mate, you've helped me identify that, you know, particularly everything professionally at the moment, I keep being fortunate enough to have apex or really hyper motivations, for those extrinsic and intrinsic coming in, you know, from veterans' mental health crisis, wanting to help save more of the boys through to everything that's been going on in the media, um, but then in personal life, things like fitness and nutrition go gone completely by the wayside because there's no peak requirement there. I just need to actually grip it all together, sit down and do more self-assessments and actually Absolutely. refocus and realign and and It's alignment. Yeah. You
1: nailed it. Thank you. It's alignment yeah. between what you're doing for work as a job and what you're doing. You called it – you had a split line then. You said, what I'm doing personally. Yeah. You are personally I was, in your work and job. I, they're know, all, I, know, I know I've, got, I've got, got you on a yeah, point I've here. You're like, here. damn it. But – it's when they align, and you can you've created enough clarity in that uh, personality yeah. of yours, and that what Did you, you sh- Hes- the excuses
0: just came out of Heston.
1: Yeah, I, I literally, got I
0: literally <laughs> just had these own excuses. You know, professionally, I'm so busy. Whereas, what dick- do you mean? dickhead? If you were actually, you know, practicing what you're preaching. The better you are physically, mentally, physically and emotionally, you know, your fitness and nutrition, the better you're going to be ready to not only work professionally, but whatever might come up. You know, I can't believe I just had this little win session, (laughs) little victimhood. This is shit I just need to work through and grip up at my own bloody level. You
1: know, and to, to, to cut that up a little bit though, is Mm. practice as a visualization because that's all it is, is thought of you thinking that you're doing this work. When you turn up in front of the cameras to come or when you turn up to these events and talk to the guys, how you present yourself. Yeah. how he looks, that's your motivation to start the oh, training wheel. But it needs to be
0: more than that. It needs yeah. to be, as opposed to superficial. And that's it. You know, I need to, I'm not putting the right nutrients in my body. I'm not. Do you want to climb Everest? No. Oh, <laughs> damn that man. would really hurt my knee, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a better reason to do it. We've got the same injury. We've both had our knee reattached. Let's do it. I don't do know it. about you, mate, but I don't, like, I don't like the
0: cold, dude. I really don't like the cold. Even better reason. Can to we to go on that? safari <laughs> in Africa instead? Even like,
1: that's, that's that's if there's a huge mountain to climb. Like, I do need to climb a mountain. Ma- yeah, can, need to climb a, some more mountains. That's a valid, you know, that's what I miss about Afghan train for, which people don't do. Yeah. And I I run these things, don't run them because I'm not physically yeah. there, but I promote them. Weekend warrior sessions where you're, it's 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 hiking essentially or yeah. carrying weight. People.
0: That is one thing I miss pe- about Afghan man was just finding a random hill and walking up it. Well, <laughs> this
1: is what I'm trying to get at, especially for the boys and girls that we're talking to a lot of with the veterans. Don't forget the pack march. You, you don't don't turn your nose up at cuz it was used as a smash session once upon well, a time. We're and all was, emo- we're all emotionally it conditioned it. to. Yeah, but yeah. how nice is a hike on your own? Yeah. Where you get up the top of the hill and instead of sitting out here on your balcony and doing your breathing techniques, you're there and you're watching the clouds from the top of a hill. Yeah, I'm with you. Dude, like, and if you pick a hill that's like, oh, I'm going to need a little bit of training for that. I'm yeah. going to need some legs, some Feeling endurance, small, some whatever. Yeah. Now tomorrow, what are you going to go and do? Okay, cool. I've got a leg session, some bike. I've got some VO2 max training to yeah. do. Yeah. Purpose. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with
0: you. Survival purpose. Because if you don't, <laughs> you're going to be stuck on that hill. Yeah, gotcha. Mate, this has been a good session. I really appreciate it. Help unlock a few things. Absolutely, we're gonna get this one. I reckon we're gonna fast track this one.
1: I unlock stuff in myself by doing this with people on the phone all the time. Yeah, I can imagine and because we well, c- just saw
0: me unlock bloody talking to you, oh, dude. Insane, like lazy. You
1: just re- reignited and reminded myself to go and pick a mountain soon and go and climb it because, like, it's been a while since I've done a a, a good hill, like a real big one. So, anyway. ain't no mountain
0: high, ain't no valley low. I'd I don't, don't know why, why that song just popped in my head. All right. Scotty, this has been great. Thank you. Appreciate it. Next time. Adios. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Voice of a Veteran podcast. I really hope that there were some key takeaways that might help you, be they relatable, be they aspirational, but we're not just here for your entertainment, so please make sure you remember, move on and action from here.
1: And that's it, guys. If you've heard something here today that has truly helped you, it's our duty to share that information with as many as we can. Support is about being proactive, and that's taking action to better our own lives as well as the lives of as many mates as we can.
0: We love your support getting these messages out, so please subscribe. Go to our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Voice of a Veteran. Catch you next time. See ya.